What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No name from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 66. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you live. Kind of live. Well, it's a real late Monday night. It's, well, not real late. It's 1040 on a Monday night from TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um, this is the first episode back. Uh, since my sister was here and so since Labor Day so I took the Labor Day episode was a special interview with my little sister I hope y'all listen to that if not stop this and go back and listen to that because it's, it's, I think it's pretty good man but it's short and sweet about 15, 16, 17 minutes something like that and um yeah it's a good listen other than that really a lot of shit to talk. You think I got a lot of shit to talk on a weekly basis as well? How about two weeks? So, let's just get right into it. I don't know if they fags or what. Search a nigga down and grab his nuts. 
And on the other hand, without a gun, they can't get none. But don't let it be a black and white one, because they'll slam you down to the street top, black police showing out for the white cop. Ice Cube will swarm on any motherfucker in a blue uniform. Just because I'm from the CPT, punk police are afraid of me. A young nigga on a warpath. And when I'm finished, it's going to be a bloodbath of cops dying in L.A. Yo, Dre, I'm something to say. Fuck the police. Fuck, fuck. Fuck the police. Fuck, fuck. You get the gist. This is in your curriculum. How do you defend that? Are you proud? Your curriculum. This is what you're teaching our kids. It's sick. It's sick. Melmos, we back. Well, I'm back. Y'all ain't going nowhere, thankfully. I hope, uh, I hope all my regular Melmos appreciated that very special interview episode with my little sister because we had a good time. Um, always good to see my little sister. The last time I seen her was last year, last May. So it's been a cool 16 months or so since I seen her. And, you know, she a lot like me, real laid back, real chill, real, you know, don't ask for much. Don't take much to have a good time. So, you know, we were chilling out this bitch. We went a couple places, ate, chilled, smoked. We had a good time, man. I love the fuck out my little sister. I hope, it, hope my male moles feel as strongly about their siblings. If not, hey, man, you don't gotta like them just because you related to them. But if you do, it's like a bonus, man. That's fucking dope. A lot of things, well, not a whole lot, but enough shit happened last week to tell y'all about. Um, let me see, where can I start? I had to put my my latest car in the shop for the first time. Hopefully, this is not a reoccurring, you know, situation because uh, it is supposed to be a Honda. It's supposed to be super reliable and all this. So we'll see. It's the first time in five months I had to take it to the shop. So... It was the first time I ever caught the bus because Uber. I don't know if y'all been unfortunate enough. How many of my mail was unfortunate enough to catch the bus, the Uber in LA? But it cost forty five dollars to go like seven miles. So I spent sixty five dollars to go to New York on the mega bus from Cleveland, and that seemed fair. Anyway, but it was interesting catching the bus for the first time in L.A. For the first time, well, okay, technically, I guess those dash free buses was the first time I caught the bus when I was going back and forth to get my car from right up around the corner. But this was the first time catching a bus that's somewhere I had to be. AKA work. So I'm catching the bus in the morning, and I'm just first time seeing the morning crowd, LA, on the bus. And it was pretty much normal, except for the dude that got on, this Mexican guy got on with like a Trump toupee. And I want to say, 
wig, but it wasn't. It wasn't a wig. Like he wasn't dressed up as Trump. That's what I'm saying. Cause that was that's what a wig would imply. But it was as silly as a wig. He wanted us to believe. But in his mind, it was a toupee. Oh, I wish y'all could have seen this shit. I should have found a better way to take a like found a, a way to take a picture of him. It could have been that hard. But man. This was something to see. It made the whole buff the bus ride worth it. And on the way home, you know, it's a little different. Like on the way to work, two buses down there, back to back, right there. I knew exactly where to walk thanks to the GPS and everything was acting normal. But for whatever reason on the way home, when it was time to get that second bus, that motherfucker went haywire. I didn't know where the fuck to go. I was walking around downtown like I had just got here yesterday. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. At that point, I just, the Uber was $45. And I was telling Jill, I said, I'm going to figure this shit out. I'm not about to spend no $45 on the Uber. The catch is I got to get to my mechanic before he leave at 6. And it's 5.05. So I ain't really got time to be fucking around with these hidden lost ass buses. So where the fuck am I at? Come to find out. I'm nowhere. I'm nowhere near where I'm supposed to be. There's bus stops, but none of the numbers say the number I'm looking for. So I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to go. I don't have if I had a little bit more time. If it wasn't a pressing issue, then I probably could have figured it out. But it can't be that hard. I know which way I need I know what general direction I need to be in, so I'm gonna figure this shit out. But no, I ain't got time to figure this shit out. I said fuck I'm gonna fight this. $42, dollars not $45. I'm to fight this $42 ass Uber bullet, but I need my car. I'm just going to add it to the price of the repairs. Fuck it. Go to tap the lift. $20. I'm talking it went down in, I don't know, three minutes and went down from $42 to $20. So I felt relieved happy and overjoyed that normally $20 I wouldn't want to pay to go five miles four and a half however many miles it was but shit in that case that was the best $20 I ever spent lesson learned is stay the fuck off the bus I guess I mean if it's a one shot bus cool but when you start adding buses and transferring and lines and routes nah Football season started this week. Um, I'm not going to talk about the, none of the games. Cause I, I, I guess I can say that for the news. But um, I will say this. I'm, I'm kind of jealous of people that don't give a fuck about football. The, the people that don't have a favorite team. The people that's not emotionally invested in this shit. I'm jealous of y'all. Y'all have a much... It's more, it's more boring. I, I, I mean, I, maybe I feel that passion with something else. The passion that us football fans have for football. But, man, to, 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 for that shit to control your fucking... And I just watch Browns games. So, 
I'm a football fan, the sport of football, but I'm a Browns fan in the NFL. Now, I watch playoff games, obviously, that the Browns wasn't a part of and Super Bowls and shit, but I'm not watching too many other non-Browns games. I can't, I don't get excited about Monday night football, I don't get excited about Thursday night footballs, Sunday night football. I don't give a fuck if the Browns not playing, I'm probably not going to watch that game. I I know that's fucked up, but that's just how it is, so. Started in Browns season that started this the next exact 16, 17 weeks. You know, we already, you know, our lives are inter- entwined with this shit. Like, that's all that matters is how our team is doing. Even if they're shitty, you still care. Football is fucking hard. Um, what else? This was, this not so much as news, this was a thought. We were talking about. Tuskegee Joking Podcast that I hope that you can find a link to in the link in my link tree. Uh, but we were talking about that governor in Texas, you know, his reasoning for the abortion laws and his, you know, he's going to say, you know, six weeks, or, you know, you should know by then. And people saying, a lot of people don't know they're pregnant in six weeks. So, I mean, really? I mean, I mean, I guess a few people might not know that they pregnant in six weeks, but they know that condom broke two days ago. All I'm saying is six weeks is plenty of time to know if you're pregnant or not. But I'm no way, shape, or form defending that dumbass abortion law. I'm just that particular statement that people are saying, like, I'm just got a little issue with that. People don't even know they're pregnant for six weeks. Yeah, but you know you went raw that night. And you know that you threw up two weeks ago and been throwing up. I don't know. I don't know know how it is to be pregnant. But I do know you know what happens if the condom broke. This was interesting. We was watching. I hadn't watched Ron Reason in a long time, and I seen that it was on Netflix. I was excited. I don't. I honestly don't think I ever watched it. I definitely haven't watched it since I've been doing comedy. So it's been a long time since I watched this shit. And I noticed at the end, if you've seen it, great. If you haven't seen it, watch it for nostalgia's sake. Uh, you know, just seeing the outfits and just you know old rap shit. You know, it's great. But at the end, they showing outtakes and B-rolls. And this motherfucker, Biz Marquis, rest in peace, who just died from diabetic, diabetic complications, is on the end of the movie eating Frosted Flakes with sugar. like, And he using one of them round table sugar dispensers that be at diners and shit. But he had one in his house. And I'm talking about t- like mounds of sugar he is pouring on this cereal. And he said, he eat, this is his, as you know, he eat this every day. This is my breakfast.
All I know is that movie came out in 96. And if he been eating that much sugar in his cereal since 96, I'm, I'm, I believe that he died some time, somewhere around 2004. And the, the Marquee we sing is a cone. And I know that's controversial. Don't nobody, ain't nobody gonna believe it. And, um, this is just my thoughts. But there's no way he ate that much sugar up until six months ago. I'm not buying um, Speaking of health, uh, a lot of people are super mad at, at anti-vaxxers. And I spoke on this. I did a, I did a little, what I like to call a PSA on Instagram, where I was talking to the anti-vaxxers, and I said, "Listen, anti-vaxxers, if you don't want to take that shit, shut the fuck up, right?" And I said on the video, you know, just don't, just, just don't take the shit. You don't gotta tell everybody you ain't taking it. You don't gotta justify to nobody why you don't want to take it. You just don't, if you don't take it, just don't take it. That's And that's it. Just don't take it. Because you're going to invite the drama. And what what I also said on that video was I was also talking to the pro-vaxxers, you know, indirectly. But what I'm saying to the pro-vaxxers directly now is this. Because they keep saying shit like, oh, you stupid motherfuckers don't want to take the vaccine and all that shit. This is, I just want to address that. Stupid motherfuckers that don't want to take the vaccine stance. Okay, now. It's a wide range of stupid motherfuckers, right? Like, when he's saying stupid motherfuckers, he could be talking about motherfuckers that's saying shit like, I'm not taking the vaccine because it got spy software in it. I'm not taking a vaccine because I don't know what's in it because it's too new. Um, I'm not taking the vaccine because I heard, fill in the blank, whatever you heard. Um, so all that. I'm not going to try to go down the line of the reasoning why people saying you're not taking the vaccine. I really don't care about the reason why you're not taking the vaccine. But all that could be called, you know, could fall under the stupid motherfuckers that these pro-vaccine people are calling people that don't want to take the vaccine. But I'm here to speak for the People that don't take the vaccine that has not caught COVID this entire time but won't catch COVID. And I don't have to knock on wood. I don't have to knock on wood. Listen. Um, I'm not going to say I don't get sick. I, listen, all I know is it's been a long time since I had a stuffy nose or a runny nose or both or a cough or a sneeze or a temperature or a headache or I couldn't eat or I couldn't shit or I couldn't sleep or I couldn't 
whatever the fuck, or this was hurting, or this was aching, or this was um, throbbing, or this was itching, or this was burning. I ain't had none of that in I can't remember, a long time. And it ain't just because of the weed that I can't remember. It's because I know I, I have not had no ailments. That's what I'm saying. I got to take these weekly, bi-weekly tests in the weed industry, which is fair enough. We working on whatever. I'm not complaining. As long as the test free, I'm not complaining about the test. But... If the people like me who decide that they don't want to take the test for whatever reason, I don't know, I don't want to, like I say, whatever reason, you have your own reason, whatever. But they have not, they have been careful and diligent in their actions to avoid catching this disease or any other disease for that matter or any other sickness or ailment are they stupid motherfuckers or are they super duper careful motherfuckers that's all that's all and and like I say I'm not trying to be on either side do what you gonna do man take the vaccine, don't take the vaccine all I'm saying is whatever you decide to do just give it to yourself unless until the time comes where you're trying to go in somewhere and you have to show that you vaccinated then you pull it out and then okay, now you're not keeping it to yourself but you're not arguing with motherfuckers and see, y'all need to get the vaccine, listen People going to do what the fuck they want to do when they want to do it, however they can do it. And that's just what it is, man. I ain't, my man almost know I'm not about to talk about this shit. That's about four minutes too long right there. But I just was trying to figure out if the people who have not gotten sick and still did not take this vaccine are do they deserve to be called stupid motherfuckers that's all that's all that's all and now news
right, Melmos, before we get into the news, just want to do a friendly reminder that this segment of the show or the program is brought to you by the Preserve Pot Academy, where we remind you to get every, every, and I'm talking about every bit out of that bag. So put those roaches back in those new Meldricks, put those roaches in those bowls and bongs, or whatever you do. Do not throw those roaches away. It is weed in those. That's just some of the lessons learned. Um, log on and, and, and watch all the Preserve Pot Academy videos right there in my link tree. Um, same place you found this podcast. Um, so let's go ahead with the news. Because there's a lot of it. Uh, number one, fucking, it was a video of a kid. They asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up, and he said he wanted to be a killer. He wasn't no baby, either. This wasn't no cute kid say the darnest things type of shit. This dude was about eight, nine years old, so he old enough to have a decision like that in his head. Now, he also old enough to be talked out of it, but assuming he don't, or he's not, you keep your eye on this motherfucker. You don't let him play with nothing sharp, nothing hard, um, nothing he can do any type of damage with, nothing he can strangle with. This motherfucker can't play with ropes. Motherfucker, hey, matter of fact, only thing he can play with like those styrofoam, like those foam-ass pool noodles and shit like that. You gotta keep this motherfucker away from anything dangerous. He can't, and he can't go nowhere by himself. But this nigga, this motherfucker, on some good son shit. I know it's an old reference, but he very Macaulay Culkin like. If somebody would have asked that kid what he wanted to do when he grew up, he probably would have said I'd be a killer too. Except this time we have technology to watch this motherfucker. They got cameras everywhere. I get to that later, but. Just keep an eye on this motherfucker here from here on out. And keep his head protected. Uh, A lot of shit, a lot of serial killers got head injuries as a child. So keep this motherfucker's head protected and an eye on him. Because he didn't sound like he was fucking around. (laughs) This video going around, this motherfucking cat that fell off the roof. Well, not the roof, but the upper level of the of the baseball game or some game and it's, 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 it's a nice heroic heartfelt heartwarming feel good type of video but of course that's a new regulation that's some new shit now they gonna be checking for cats who is bringing cats into the motherfucking game there's no way the cat just randomly appeared up there all this tiktok shit somebody brought that cat in there just to make a tiktok I don't know if that was a TikTok they were trying to make, but the cat got got loose, got escaped, and now the cat is hanging on for dear life. He, the cat didn't get got too much, you know, ahead of himself. He didn't know what was going on. He just know he wanted to get out the fuck out of there. He ain't trying to be, you know, go viral. Ended up going viral anyway. So, stop bringing shit to the game just for attention, especially cats. You ain't even gonna get the full credit. Now everybody know the cat. Don't nobody know who brought the motherfucker. Cause if you say something, you're going to jail. Dummy. 
let's quick let's go to sports right quick. I don't know why. Cause that's how it's written down. Um they had these Evangelist Hol- Holyfield fight this weekend and didn't nobody watch that bullshit. He's like fifty five years old. A, f- a few people watched it to see if he was gonna die in the ring, cause I really think he might. He got a bad heart. Like a medically, you know, proven like it wasn't it's not just a rumor, you know, like they told him that. So that's how you know he must need the money. Everybody else, Roy Jones, Mike Tyson, yeah, they gonna box because they like boxing. He boxing because he got several, just he a regular dude like us. He just, he ran the Holyfield. Was just enough to pay his bills for that month. So he got to get more money so he can keep paying his bills. And hey man, I know it's shitty when you had the house that you, you watch it come to America too. You're like, man, I used to really use that bathroom. Cautious tale. That could be a cautious tale for the rest of us, man. Uh, be smart with your money. Shit. Something. Um, oh, and don't have a bunch of kids. That'll do it. That'll having kids that drown a lot of your capital real fast. Real, 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 real fast. Um, so a video of a uh, mentally challenged kid. He was uh, at a Best Buy type of situation, Target, Circuit City, something like that. And, um, yeah, got into the electronic display. And he didn't climb as high as he can climb. And he was just throwing TVs like King Kong swatting down motherfucking helicopters. And that's one of them times you wish you worked there. Just, just, just that day. If it's your first day or something, it could have been your last. But you just really want to be there that day when he is just destroying merch that, for the most part, is still good. But you know they can't just put it back up there. They have to put up some new display TVs and new, you know. So, what, you know, they're going to throw them other ones away. And, hey, man, I don't know about you, but I'll buy, a, you know, an 88 inch TV for $200 if it got like a, a little a little area on the screen that's you know ink spotted out from falling off the back of the truck but other than that I mean from falling off the top of the uh, thing fell off of something that's how I got it for $200 all I'm saying is it'll be worth it and, uh, and back to the dude there's nothing you can do about that just wait for you gotta just wait for them to tire yourself out because in 2021 you can't you you better not touch them in 1981 you could have got up there and snatched them down 2021 oh man you going viral all type of lawsuits and, and canceled mm. what else happened that was crazy oh, I can't see my can see my news. Oh, another another girl. Well, not another girl. But another, well, yeah. But no, the last few girls I don't think went viral. So this is the first. Or tried to go viral. She went live after she got shot like eight times. And 
she's showing you all the bullet wounds and she said, help me, I'm about to die, somebody else. And she keeps looking to the camera. And it's one of them things like, like when people crying. Are you really sad if you can stop mid-cry and look dead into the camera and then look kind of look, you know, you try to do it fast, but like, like we don't see, but you know you looking at the comments and who to join live and all that type of shit. And, and it's like, come on, man. Are you really are you really sad or you just need attention? And I can't say, are you really shot? But she happy to be shot. If anything, I'm going to go viral for this. If I don't go viral for my singing, dancing, uh, hair braiding business... Somebody, y'all gonna know my name one way or the other, and I'm not mad at her. No matter. I mean, sign of the times. Some people get shot and they got a phone. They call 911. Who's to say? Who is to say that she didn't have that split screen shit with the flip phones? We could do two different things at the same time. She could have been on the phone with 911 and been on the lot. Cause eventually somebody do come, so somebody called the police. Like I said. 2021. Balenciaga came out with these sweatpants for $1,800. And I could stop there. $1,800 sweatpants. Not Egyptian cotton. Not um, Malaysian cotton. Not... Uh, any type of cotton other than the same cotton that they make Walmart sweat gray sweatpants out of. But they're $1,800. Cool. The problem is... I'm trying to get this right. They, um... Pre-hooded? Not a hoodie. That's, a, that's the wrong one. Pre get old, a a pre pre sagged. Oh my god! The the sweatpants are attached to a top half of some boxers. So the appearance is instead of sagging your sweatpants, where you know people gonna see your boxers. You wear these sweatpants. You can wear them right. But you will still appear to be sagging under your box or over your boxers. But you're not really sagging. It just look like it. Excuse me if I'm if I miss something here, but if I have on regular drawers. In regular sweatpants, and I pull them down to the point where y'all got them pre-sagged. How then, if I take off those sag sweatpants? So do I? I'm confused even saying the shit. I already have on boxers. That's I already have on sweatpants that's slightly revealing my boxers. So now I put on a pair of boxers over my boxers. Or I'm not supposed to wear a draw. Am I not supposed to wear drawers when I wear these sweatpants? Do I wear briefs? 
it's such an inception, such an inception of bullshit, inception of draws. Okay, so do I pull up my regular pants extra high, or do, I'm just gonna move on because this shit is fucking mind blowing to me. Um. dude held up the freeway traffic at night one guy or two cameraman he was rapping a verse and he found the right angle I guess the Hollywood sign I don't know where he was wherever he was at this was the shot he needed for the video and damn it, he was going to get it. And kudos to the dude because it, it, it's not a known rapper. Otherwise, the caption would have said, um, you know, 42 Doug holds up traffic. No, it was just, it just said rapper. So, I mean, it's a mixtape SoundCloud guy. But he inspired me, man. Because sometimes I want to shoot, like, sketches outside. I, be, I get self-conscious, like... Somebody who somebody might be watching me shoot this sketch, and it might only last for 30 seconds. And and it's LA where people are, are acting and doing self tapes, so nobody really paying any thought to nothing I'm doing. But this month, so like I said, if you can stop traffic to film your shit, I should be able to at least stand on the sidewalk and film my shit with the same bravery, courage. So thanks, random rapper guy. You know, everybody should be able to get that same, you know, feeling out of that or whatever. But this was good. This is one of those wish you had kids stories. Or do you? No, I'll get you. No, no. Because that story is usually, or that, that, that um, statement is usually followed by because I'd have been going to jail if I had kids. That because so you want to have you just eliminate the middleman, just go straight to jail. Why would you want to leave, go to jail, and leave your child fatherless? Like anyway, so a substitute teacher decided to take upon herself to make sure the kids had their mask on, and I get it if you decide to bring the mask. And pass them out to make sure everybody got their mask on. That's one way. That's one way to make sure everybody got their mask on. But a couple kids, you know, their mask kept falling off because you know they they one size fits all. Literally, that's if they don't fit all, then they don't fit all. They they but they supposed to be. So if if they fit if they fit most of us and they don't fit you, that's on you. So a little dude like, look, man, the shit keep coming off. She had a bright idea to tape, scotch tape, the mask on his face. And right there, that lets you know that that's a substitute teacher. Who gave a fuck? Tomorrow, they're going to be right back at the house or at the fucking uh, weed job or wherever the fuck they was working before they got this call to come substitute this class. Substitute teacher don't give a fuck. You think they not... Scotch taping people's masks to their face. They don't care if you nine years old. 
Substitute teachers have been the butt of jokes and disrespect in classrooms for centuries. So, shit, this might be a feel-good story. <laughs> Moving on. I just gotta take this shit out because it's getting, I need more lighting. It was like a prime minister, King Salton, you know, leader type motherfucker in Africa. Riding around on a motherfucking uh, lime scooter with his security also on lime scooter, which makes me think this guy needs to be heavily guarded. But when you see him on Lime Scooters, that goes against that whole principle. Not only is he not heavily guarded from bullets, he's not heavily guarded from the fucking... His knees. If you fall on one of them motherfucking scooters at his age, he liable to never walk again from a knee injury. But what I, the other bigger conclusion to come from is that they don't give a fuck about this guy. Um, um, uh, King, uh, Sultan, Exalted, whatever the fuck, hired him, father, I would like to go into town and all that shit, right? And you like, well, go ahead. Can I take the bulletproof card? No, you ain't taking it. No. But you got credit. The thing's cost like a dollar for every six miles or something. I don't know how that works, but you got it. See, I, I pay for your scooty bike. So where everybody can get shot. Quick flashback. I had one of those scooters. Not the um, electric kind, but just the old-fashioned, basically, skateboard with a handle stuck to it somehow. It was great. Good times. Um, anyway. I mentioned this earlier. They got some dude that like a... Um, warning video, if you call it that. Whatever the fuck. He wanted to tell everybody how there's so many cameras in the Airbnb and hotels that we don't know about. Motel rooms and shit. He was looking and showing us all the spots and which look for little pin hole small lenses and shit that big and shit. So, in other words, just sleep with your clothes on um, when you go to these places. Um, don't fuck, fuck in the car, um, cause it's shit on in the bathroom and everything, so, or, just because, of, just become an exhibitionist, and just know you're an exhibitionist on the road, in some of these motherfucking places, either way, it's cameras everywhere, action, or whatever the fuck. Governor in Texas said he gonna remove all rapists from the state to make sure that you know they uh, you know make sure that the new abortion work. So it's like, what if we get raped? Okay, we got something for that. So all we gotta do now is come up with a reason to get rid of cigarettes. They really ain't got nothing to do with it, but. 
Uh, this might be a thing. <laughs> it's called the put on each other draws challenge. And, it, and I think they're trying to get it to go viral. Or maybe it was just a dare amongst a group of friends. Either way it go, about eight girls were standing next to each other. And then they hurriedly, in a real fast way, in a real quick manner. Hurriedly. Heard. It's, the D in my mind, I'm saying the word, but it's not coming. Anyway, they they just put on each other's draws real fast. And like I said, I don't know if this is trying to be a challenge and it's going to go viral, but it's not going to, that's not going to carry over, I don't think. I don't, that's some super nasty shit. That's next level shit. It's, it's like it's one thing to buy some used underwear from the Goodwill. And put them on. No matter how many times you wash them, but to immediately put on somebody's used drawers for free or video cop, it's just it, either way, it's not worth it. And what they gonna do? Pay you to be a nasty motherfucker? You gonna somebody gonna see you doing this? One of one of eight girls putting on used drawers and be like, she can be the face for yeast infections. I don't know. This, this shit's crazy. Shit, people do to get on TV, man, or online. People don't even want to get on TV no more. People want to go viral. <laughs> Fuck a TV show. Did you did you see my YouTube clip? This was a sad story. I related kind of in a way. This girl invited... Well, I'll tell you at the end of the story. This girl invited her Tinder date over. And, you know, it was a later night. Right, 10, 30, 11 at night. So, he like, cool, hell, you know, shit. It's about time. You know, we, even, we matched up a little while ago. Shit, it's about time you reached out to him. And when he get there... She asked him to help put together a motherfucking Ikea set. And the reason I say it's a tragic and sad story, and I've been through this because I was messing with this girl. 2003, I never forget. Messing with this girl. Steadily, in my mind, for like the last two, two and a half months. And she moving. It's moving day. I help her move, whatever the fuck. She about to move in with her mama or some shit. She moving back home or something. And I should have put two and two together, but I didn't. Because it really wasn't a two and two to put together. She just moving back home with her mama. She had an apartment. Now she moving back home with her mama. I didn't think nothing of it. We make a couple trips, small talk, laughing, listening to music. She smoked weed. I remember we smoked these. Pre-Meldrick, we smoked these half a fucking swisher, I would take a swisher paper, I mean a swisher blunt, and you know, gut it obviously, and cut that bitch straight in the middle, boom, not the long way the short way, so that I got two, I don't know one and a half inch pieces of cigar, and we would smoke them anyway so we hide all this shit, we making all these trips back and forth and after the last trip this motherfucker look at me and say, I got something to tell you. 
the reason I'm moving over here to my mama's house and back in my mama's house is cause I'm pregnant with my ex-boyfriend's baby and I say this bitch this motherfucker that I wanted to carry everything back out in my out and put that sh- as much shit as I could carry in my car it would've went from helping move to just straight uh, burglary I wanted to take so much shit out of there this punk motherfucker anyway so I relate to this guy man that's all that was a long way to just tell y'all that's fucked up what y'all doing to motherfuckers man call them motherfucking Taz Rabbit or some shit like that that's some whole ass shit Literally some whole shit. Mm, mm. Mm. Tragedy video or a story from Louisiana floods where this dude got attacked by his wife. His wife was trying to keep him, you know, alive or whatever the fuck from but once he once he got like your whole leg in his mouth or some shit, shit like that, if he ain't bit it off and swam away, that means you going with him, and that's what happened, right? So she, oh man, it was super, super, super duper tragic. And uh, the police, after they come talk to her, she told them what happened. They tell the news and everything. You know, they labeled this motherfucker as a missing person. Usually missing person mean that they, there's some hope that they alive. You saw this motherfucker get his leg bit and drug away and you're going to put missing person. We know where he at. He halfway in that alligator's belly. But he missing. So I guess it's still hope. That's fucked up. <laughs> and I saw the two contrasting videos, which is weird. But also, before and after shit is something you can almost say. Not even, not, well, you be the judge. It's a video of a little girl I saw, or a little boy, and he pleading with his mama not to for me. Please don't with me. Please don't. Come on, mama, I do that. Please, mama, come on. He's not like he's about 33 trying to talk down somebody from, you know, a, a jacket or something like and, um, and finally, after so much of that, I guess she let him out. I don't know. They don't, you don't see the whole video, but maybe she don't whoop him. Then I see another video of a lady all bruised and battered in the face and neck saying her son did it when he found out that she went through his phone. Or, you know, used his credit card. She went through his phone like it was dating. He used his credit card. He used her credit card to buy shit. His mama's card. She got mad. He whooped her ass. Which, that's why I say that's why I brought up the other video. You making that little boy beg like that. And humiliate him and laugh at him on TV. And he that much younger than you. 
at me in 20 years. You're going to be that much stronger than you. And you're going to get smacked in the mouth by some shit. Anyway, don't don't dog you. Don't. The lesson I guess is don't embarrass your kids to go viral because they gonna see that shit and remember that shit. And I'm not advocating for nobody to beat their mama up when they get older, but it would be one of the things where if somebody saw what they did to you when you was little and it went viral, and then you come to find out you beat your mama up, they'd be like, well, if anybody was gonna beat their mama up, it was gonna be that kid. But okay. Anyway, um, and lastly, um, Taco Bell is legit asking people to return, I guess they had to clarify, unused sauce packets because of the shortage of sauce packets. They might as well take slightly used, you know, sometimes you only need a, a dip like a little bit, not even dip, like a little drop of sauce or ketchup right? well I'm thinking though if everybody else that was a shortage was asking people to bring the shit back that they don't that they, you know, chicken shortage a lot of people buy wings and freeze them so you're gonna start buying fucking chicken wings back if that's the case shit I throw them out myself. I will break you easy, boy. I promise you, I will pay for your flight tomorrow. Tell me where you want your flight at, and it'll come. I'll pick you up, and I won't slap you until we get to 625 Palmetto Drive. I will pick you up tomorrow. Tell me you want to come to the airport, and we'll see. What you talking about? I know you airpack, bitch. And I know I'll bring the bitch up out you. I'll pay for your flight tonight. Send me your information, and I'll send you to 625 Palmetto Drive, and I'll beat the bitch up out you, boy. Reach out to me. This week on that time when I'm gonna tell y'all about that time I had the most intense pool game ever in the history of shooting pool in Cleveland history. Well, I'm probably exaggerating, but that's how I felt. I used to go to this spot on 33rd and St. Clair. It was like a little dingy hole in the wall back alley type of bar. But they did have one armed security guard. So a lot of shit didn't really pop off. You would think it would take more than one dude with a gun. But I, I don't know. I guess between that and it being like a kind of a local spot, everybody knew everybody in there. So it really wasn't a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, the best part about this bar was that they let us smoke weed in there. And this is in Cleveland in like 1999, 2000, 2000. No, actually, it wasn't that, wasn't that early. It was like... This must be like 06. Whenever uh, Young Jeezy's uh, third album came out. That was, it was that year. 
anyway. So we shooting the pool, and I'm getting to know everybody going on from weekly visits and shit like that. I'm starting to know people, the, the big time pool shooting people. You know, you know, it's just the, the dudes that sell the most dope or the the best drug, the best uh, shoe pool shooting drug dealers. So at one point, I'm talking about it, it's intense. It's me and some dude and coming down to like the last shot. Everybody is watching, and I'm talking about. In the 12 years I've been on stage doing comedy, including including everything, there's no particular show that stands out that would have made me feel more nervous than this. But to have, I don't know, 30 of the most respected drug dealers in the city watching you shoot poop. It's like a different type of pressure. It's like, I don't know. It's like you just, you want to do good for the drug. I don't sell no drugs. I don't need no to earn no respect in that game. But I want all them motherfuckers to know that that dude can shoot. And I lost, y'all. Melmo's, I lost. I lost. By one on some bullshit. You should have seen how the ball didn't go in. But... Motherfuckers knew I could shoot poo. And I said all that because that the reason for today's story is because I was talking to Henry earlier about how I used to shoot poo two, three times a week before I got out here. And I probably ain't shot poo but two or three times, period, since I've been out here. It's rough, man. I might give me a little pool table or something. This shit ain't gonna, man. This shit is crazy. But, um, yeah. I just want to tell y'all about the intensity, the pressure, the, the the nervousness I felt that time. I had all the drug dealers watching me shoot pool. This week on Puddle Tracks, we had an issue at the job. I was telling Larry and Marvin about the time the other day, or other week rather, we had to go home early because, you know, the torch had broke. And we only, like all three of the bathrooms in the bathroom and the, at the weed job had was down. So you can't work without no, no it's illegal. And... Marvin was telling me something like that happened at the strip club where the toilet the toilets wasn't broke. He just said that the janitor had made a mistake and restocked everything with one plot toilet paper and none of the strippers refused to come to work that Alright. Man, comedy is back. Fuck COVID. Way too much about that shit hurting the inside of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I used to laugh at it like, man, this is funny. But 
I tell you personal as a the way I love cereal as a weed smoker. <laughs> and we don't like the fact that people talk. What the fuck are you doing, man? Put the put the cereal. <laughs> chew the you chew the shit. <laughs> and then you swallow. That's it, man. <laughs> you don't use your tongue and the roof of your mouth and mash. It's not oatmeal. <laughs> Chew the shit and swallow the shit. That's all. That's all. That's all, man. If you don't take nothing else from my set, fuck the cocaine. Chew. You gotta cook, man. And do you know? Fuck it. Fuck it. This is more important than oh, eating cocaine. Do you know Captain Crunch is not a captain? <laughs> Memos, thank y'all, man. I just want to take this time before we wrap up the podcast to say thank you for listening this far uh, and this long and fucking with me. And if you're a new Melmo, welcome to the show. Um, tell somebody to tell somebody else why you fucking with it. Um, uh, everybody else, um, I'm glad you're still here. And uh, we're going to keep doing this. And I just want to shout out everybody that liked the post. Share the motherfucking post, retweet the post, uh, comment under the Instagrams, tell somebody to look at this shit. All that, man. I appreciate all the views from all the platforms, from all the outlets. So, uh, Mel Moses, keep this going. Magic Moment, Extended Edition. Love y'all. Alright, Melmos, we have come to the end of another beautiful episode. Um, we back from Labor Day. Hope everybody had a good day off. Hope everybody enjoyed this podcast. And before we get out of here, there is just one more thing. Alright, check this out. This is a little theory I got right quick. You know how the, the service industry is like you know, they losing money because people doing a lot of stay home stuff and doing a lot of stuff at home and making their own money on the side, using their house and cars and property and shit like that, right? We keep hearing about all these and reading about all these Airbnbs getting destroyed. I keep seeing all these videos on World Star Hip Hop, people just dogging Airbnbs. One Airbnb, they was having this big ass party, the Airbnb dude came. Like I said, y'all ain't asked about no party. I ain't tell y'all y'all can use the pool. They pushed him in the pool and shit. He had on his suit, had his phone, probably wallet, all in the water and shit wet. And then that got me to think. Holiday Inn Express sent them people. Or at the very least, Motel 8. Or maybe they working together, the hotels and the motels, to keep people from doing Airbnb and forcing people to use hotels. Because, I don't know, man, it just, it just, ain't no such thing as coincidence. All these Airbnbs getting destroyed, meanwhile, hotels popping up left and right, all these hotel apps. You go, you go to put in a look for a hotel room, man, they got 15 different ways to sell you a hotel room that are just calling the hotel fucking scam so Airbnb don't fold even if people fucking up your house man 
just hey, just clean it up and keep getting paid, man. Fuck the hotels. Rebel against hotels. <laughs> and with that, man, this is great, man. Uh, let's get on out of here. It's a super late, super late night recording after almost two o'clock, and we still going. But, um, you know, I had to take a watermelon break, man. I ate too much. But anyway, always remember, man, count your blessings, man. If you think that everybody doing all kind of shit and everybody got the houses, movie deals and all this shit, just count your own blessings, man. Don't, don't you know, compare yourself to nobody else, man. Enjoy your shit. Um, if, 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 if you think shit getting out of hand, you don't know what's going on, what to do next, where to turn, serenity prayer. They help you put your shit in order, figure out what's what. Um, please do unto others, man. And that really help you get through your day. Like, if you treat a motherfucker how you want to be treated, just imagine everybody doing that. Boom. World is a better place. Um, day job, mail most. Mostly day job, mail most. Well, anybody that work with people. Don't take the shit personal, man. Don't take the shit personal when you encounter motherfuckers. Remember motherfuckers going through shit. We don't know. We ain't go to sleep with these people. All we know is we're going to see them a few hours during the day, and then that's it. So, this is not a personal, man. And finally, last and not least, even though I say it last, I should say it first. I'm rearrange the order one of these days. Smoke weed, man. A lot of it. Little blunts. Meldricks. You know what we do the um, roaches do don't waste them we smoke everything down to the fire just get a little higher shout out to the prophet keith murray um with that man till next week be safe we out be careful go brown Thank you.